Welcome to the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast, episode 254. Hello, everyone. Tom Brussel here. Thanks so much for joining us. If you're a first-time listener, long-time subscriber to the show on iTunes, or maybe you're somewhere in the middle, it doesn't matter. Just glad that you joined us. Special day today as we get to go behind the curtain of somewhere we really haven't been in a long, long time. That would be collegiate golf. And joining us is one of the nation's top coaches. He's built quite a program up at the University of Illinois. He joins us today, Coach Mike Small. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. Great to have you with us. Well, you're welcome. It's great to be with you and uh, looking forward to spending some time. Tell our listeners a little bit, Mike, a little bit about your past before you came to Illinois and obviously your life in this great game that we all play. Well, uh, the game has been great to me. I've been lucky, one of the luckiest guys in the world, obviously, to play this game and to have the ability and the chance to play it at a high level. Um, I went to school at Illinois. I, I wasn't a highly recruited golfer when I was younger. You know, back then, the, uh, the junior golf days were different than they are now. Uh, you didn't play a national schedule. schedule. You kind of went to sure. schools more regionally uh, back in the 80s, uh, early 80s, and um, um, was fortunate enough to be able to play golf at Illinois and and um, had a decent career, got better as time went on. I uh, wasn't a great college player in the, at the beginning, but Steve Stricker, a name that we're all familiar with, came to play mm-hmm. with me at Illinois a year younger than me. And his presence at our golf program really helped me become a better player. And I never would have played the PGA Tour if Steve Stricker hadn't played at Illinois with me. Um, so I, I've had a good, you know, finished up a good career and then uh, turned professional there afterwards and, and played all the tours all over the world, trying to get my game good enough to make the PGA Tour. My goal was to play the PGA Tour, and uh, mm-hmm. um, I got it to a level where I did, and I finally made it, and um, you know, I didn't stay there very long. Played a played a number of events on tour, I think 70-some 70, 70 events in my career, one full year as an exempt member, but um, probably enough tour events to satisfy another couple of years, and and uh, played in 13 majors and in my career, and had a chance to, to play with the best players in the world, and to, to test my game, and, and make a living at it, and then uh, when I lost my card, I had the opportunity I was back on the web.com tour at the time. Uh-huh. I think it was a Nike tour at the time, but the web.com tour, um, and now as a past champion, I'd won twice out there prior to getting on tour and, um, was playing there. And then the university of Illinois came back and wanted me to come back to my alma mater and do, uh, to build a golf program. And, and at, at that point in my career, I was kind of frustrated fighting myself with my game. I just lost my card, as I said, and was willing to take that chance to come back and see what this was like. Didn't know how long I'd be here to coach. Didn't know really, didn't know really what to expect. Had no experience in coaching. And now, 17 years later, um, I'm still here, and we've built kind of a brand and a, something we're very, very proud of in Champaign. You guys have had incredible success there, and we'll get into that uh, in a bit. But Mike, you mentioned going back in the past, back when you and I played back in college years and years and years ago. Talk about the difference in the college player today, not only on the mental side, but the fitness side and just their readiness side, you know, ready, ready yes. to compete. It is so different. I mean, every aspect, every aspect of the college golfer is so different than it was 25 to 30 years ago. It, it, it's just, it, it's so different than it was 10 years ago. Um, it just keeps evolving the money, the effort, the, the importance of these universities to to support their golf programs has changed so much. And these kids have so much more support um, there's so, so much more advanced of players and yeah, the recruiting is different. Like you said, now, you know, now it's a big, it's a big business and the facilities, I think 11 or 12 big 10 programs have huge indoor practice areas and, 
Um, when the Big Ten spends money on golf, you know it's a serious endeavor to the alumni and to the administration. And, you know, we're, our goal is to be on par with the so-called Southern schools, which has always had a, um, you know, more of a uh, uh, positive outlook, I guess, when it comes to golf and recruiting because of the weather. But um, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of dis- dispelled that over the years with our effort and, and things. But uh, we recruit players that in the past probably would have gone to some powerhouses in the South, but now they're coming to a powerhouse in the North because of the way we approach it and the way we expect our players to to evolve and the, and, and, and the opportunity we give them through facilities and through strength training, like you said, and through, through obviously the academics, we have a great academic institution as all, um, a lot of programs have. And, um, you know, that satisfied, uh, probably the same as it was 30 years ago, but the, the support when it comes to athletics, um, is so much different. Yeah. I look back when back in the day and I can count, Probably three players that I played with in, or we played in tournaments with. These guys will make it to the next level. Now you guys see it every every week at, 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 at any well, school, right? Okay. Well, that's right. The depth is so much greater. Um, you know, back when, when I turned, when I graduated and, you know, back when you were playing, uh, the learning curve to get on the PJ Tour after you graduated is probably five to seven years. That was a normal mm-hmm. progression of somebody to maybe get their card. You know, not not mentioning those top one or two or three guys like you said, but there was a learning curve into it because college golf didn't prepare you, amateur golf didn't prepare you to play at that level. Now, if you're not on the, you know, I mean, I've I've had five guys graduate from Illinois and get their PGA Tour card or European Tour card at 21 years old. There's no fear there anymore. There's no, there's no, you know, they're learning things in college or learning things in school that we used to have to learn on the mini tours. You know, we're playing better golf courses. We're playing harder golf courses where the, you know, the coaching is better. It's more, it's more experienced. Uh, amateur golf is deeper. The players are so much more advanced at, at an earlier age than they ever were. And their expectations are increased. And they feel like they should be on tour making money at 21 or 22 or 23 years old. Except back when we played, you know, the PGA Tour was a mythical place. And it wasn't right. on TV every week. You never saw it. You just heard about it. And it took you five, four, five, six years to build your game up and learn what you need to learn in order to compete at that level. So the learning curve is definitely a lot, uh, a lot steeper now. Mike, you talked about geography coming into play at Illinois versus the South, but talk about geography as opposed to going east or west over the oceans because this has gotten so international now. Uh, you're finding players all over the world. Oh, that's exactly right. It's, uh, you saw it in college athletics kind of enter tennis maybe 10 or 15 years ago where a lot of the tennis programs had a big international presence. And then I think women's golf was probably ahead of men's golf in international participation on the golf teams. Now it's obviously it's infusing the men's side and um, there's a lot of great players throughout the world. Uh, Golf is growing probably more internationally than anywhere. And these young kids are playing and learning and then, you know, golf on TV has brought these countries, these golf countries closer together. So, you know, colleges are, are have the ability to recruit better players that want to get a great education to come in and play and and um you know at illinois we've had oh we've only had four international players in my 17 years so we're under the curve i would say uh-huh. when it comes to the number of international players but it's picked up as of late you know when you get players like thomas peters and thomas dietrich to come play for us uh from europe and then go on to, to have the careers they had here and then go on to play professional golf that that uh, that's a good sign, and that's and that uh, you know that shows us that it can be done. And so we're not maybe not as hesitant to go after international players as we would have been ten years ago because these kids from other countries are are more are, are advanced. They're, they're they're worldly players, but they're also uh, 
really good, mature young people that really appreciate the uh, opportunity to come to the U.S. and go to college. Yeah, you talk about mental toughness. You can look up in the dictionary and see Thomas Peters' name, Ryder Cupper, right out of the chute, <laughs> and one of those young guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was never scared. And, uh, you know, he came to Illinois very raw, hadn't played a lot of, um, a golf, you know, grow, growing up in Belgium, you, you practice a lot, you develop your technique, but you know, the, uh, you don't play a lot. The course, there's not a, there's not an abundance of golf courses. And when he got here, he was very talented, but raw. And, um, he learned the game and we, we played and competed at the highest level you can in amateur golf. And we studied the game and, and, uh, you know, he learned some things in our program and, and, um, obviously now the, He's top twenty-five or thirty in the world, and is a Ryder Cup hero. So for you know for for Europe, so things are uh, things are looking up for Tom. Coach Mike Small joining us, University of Illinois. Mike, if you could take us behind the curtain a little bit and tell our listeners how when you're recruiting and how scholarships work, because everyone is, I think, some people are under the under the imagination that there's full rides for everybody, and it's really, really not the case. No, it's not. It's, it, you know, every program is different. I can't speak for every golf program because everybody does it differently, but, um, I know some of the great programs, um, that we compete against with, and, you know, we've established ourselves as a top five or top 10 program over the last decade. Um, you know, att- uh, attention comes to us more freely now than it used to. Uh, a lot more players are reaching out to us, a lot, uh, you know, stronger players, um, there's no rhyme or reason to it, how you do it. You just try to find the best people, the best players you can to be a part of this program. And, and you said, like you said, the scholarships aren't as abundant in, in the men's side as they are the women's side. So you're always looking for kids that want to come, you know, see how good they can be, grow their games to where they may have a chance to play golf after college, but, but also achieve a great education. You can't overlook that. And we don't really recruit kids that just want to come play golf. You're a student mm-hmm. first at Illinois and then you're a golfer second. Now the golfer second may be really, really, really close to academics, but it's never going to supersede it. And um, once we find those kids that want to be here, that want to be challenged in the classroom and on the golf course, but also want to play professional golf someday, um, you recruit them as hard as you can, and you learn about them, their personalities, their families, and how they fit into your program. And and then hopefully the scholarship needs that they have match up with what you have as available because there are only four and a half scholarships on a team of nine or ten guys that's not a lot of aid. So you got to kind of, kind of find guys, um, you know, some years you have more available than other years uh, for recruiting certain classes. So a lot of it's luck, a lot of it's timing. And, um, but you got to find the people that you want to fit into your program. And, you know, we talked earlier, there's so many good young players out there. It's almost more confusing than it used to be. Yeah. Jim Nance was telling us several years ago when he was at Houston, he said, even Freddie couples wasn't on a full ride back then. (laughs) They were all splitting them up (laughs) even back then. Hey, Mike, Share with us a little bit about your team right now, uh, some of the players you have and, and who you're looking to make contributions this year. Well, right now we're coming off, we're coming off, um, we have a, I guess a, a mix of, of youthful, uh, youthful potential and some veteran talent and accomplishments. So, um, it's, you know, we, we, we got Dylan Meyer and Nick Hardy who are both, I think maybe nine and 12 in the world amateur rankings now. I think Dylan peaked at number two or three this last summer in the world. And Nick has just just methodically moved moved up the rankings for four years. So we have two seniors who have mm-hmm. had very very accomplished players um, in college and amateur golf. They're going to be professionals someday. Uh, those guys are going to be leaned on, and we got to lean on those guys for some for some heavyweight pulling this year. And then we have a a good nucleus of younger players. We have three sophomores in Giovanni Tadiato from Belgium, Michael Fiegels from Scottsdale, Arizona, and 
Brian Baumgarten from California, um, who are three good, talented sophomores. And, you know, to, to get those guys from far reaches of the, of the globe is, is, is what we have to do if we have to do it. And, um, yeah. you know, Nick and Dylan are, are Illinois or, are, are, yeah, Illinois and Indiana kids, good Midwestern kids. And you bring those guys with three worldly sophomores. I think there's the potential to be good. And then we have two freshmen from the state of Illinois, Brendan O'Reilly and Rune Chopra, who have potential, the young players that we're still learning about and still getting getting to know them. And and uh, we look for them to help and and push us on uh, to the springtime. But um, you know, if our seniors play well and our sophomores mm-hmm. continue to mature, you know, we're 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 trying to get back to the Final Four for the fourth straight year. We've been to three Final Fours and haven't won the national championship, but we've been in contention. Um, We've been to six final eights in the last seven years, so there's been some wow. consistency in our in our in our progress and our results um, with different kids in different quality, different uh, classes. So you know, we feel that our that our our, our the way we do things and uh, the way we go about our, our about our business is proven. We just got to get these new kids to uh, to understand it and, and to buy into it. Mike, before we let you go today, I want to ask you about your relationship with our. Our good friends over at Wilson Golf, Wilson staff, uh, they brought you here today, and uh, that's how we met back in January, back at the PGA show. Share with us a little bit about that relationship, if you can, and, and what it means to you. Well, Wilson's been been great to me for a better part of a decade, and um, you know, being an Illinois kid myself, growing up in the state, and still residing here after all these years, you know, Wilson's a Chicago company, and and when we when we grew up, that was that was the club, that was the that was the company that everybody played. So it still has, still has warm memories in my heart. And uh, Tim Clark and his staff at Wilson have done things the last decade that impressed me. And they're, they're, they're working their way back to the, to the level that they had back in the 30, 40, 50 years ago where they established all those major championship wins. And um, they're very good people. They, they really care about the game. And they got dang good products. They really do. Their irons are fantastic. I played their irons now for, for what, eight, nine years mm-hmm. and um, uh, very, very consistent, very solid. And I'm proud to play them. And I'll, um, you know, it's just, it's just part of who I am. And, um, but what I like about it is they have, they have obviously a huge history, a, a great, uh, great reputation and, and um, good people. And when you put those three together and a lot of hard work, good things are going to happen. Yeah, more major championships than any other iron going back. It's a, it's really amazing. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. It's been great catching up with you. We'll be pulling for you guys this year to make it back to the Final Four. Final words for our listeners here at Worldwide Golf Shops? Oh, hey, just thanks thanks for the call. Thanks for what you do. Thanks for promoting the game and, and um, you know, getting people, keeping people interested and getting new people into the game, which is huge. And, um, you know, what, what a better way to have a, a something that you can – that you can, you know, entertain yourself and have some relaxation and, and enjoyment, but also if you want to take it to another level and be able to uh, really work at something hard and put your passion into it to see how good you can, you know, you can become and and have a sport where you can be competitive at the same time. So, uh, I'm in love with the game, have been for 40 years, and um, I'm just glad you guys are too. Thank you so much, Mike. Great talking with you. Thanks a lot. Take care. Well, that was nothing short of absolutely fantastic. Coach Mike Small, who has built an absolutely incredible men's golf program up at the University of Illinois, joining us, taking us behind the curtain a little bit into the competitiveness and the readiness of these young men playing college golf all around the country. And Coach Mike Small brought to us by our great friends at Wilson Golf. 
And don't forget to check out all the great products from Wilson Golf right here at WorldwideGolfShops.com. Well, special thanks once again to Coach Small for joining us and to you, our listeners. We'll do it again next time when we have another episode of the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone. Thank you.